That hate on me is criminal, licking off of the pinnacle. When you hit me, say you can't f with me, that's in general. Alright, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in. This is another episode of the Play It Loud podcast. I'm your host, Jay Solo. Before we get into the episode, make sure you go check us out on our socials. Instagram, Facebook, the Play It Loud podcast. On YouTube, it's Now You Talking Network, and you'll see the Play It Loud podcast. So this episode, I'm bringing you one of my favorite MCs from the early 2000s. The hate on him is criminal, licking off of the pinnacle. When you hit me, say you can't f me, that's in general. My guy Lloyd Banks, and we doing this song off his latest project, Convoy, off of Halloween Havoc, the 72nd Hour, produced by Haas Ahmad. I hope I pronounced it right, man. If not, my apologies. If you're familiar with Banks, he's coming with it. He got the bars, he got the punchlines, he got the gritty sound. Uh, he been adding more substance in his music lately. Man, Banks been on one, man. I'm going to read what the song about, and then we're going to get into the bars and the questions. All right? So let's go. The song Convoy is primarily about the rapper's journey to success in the music industry. He uses the metaphor of Convoy, a group of vehicles traveling together, to represent his team of supporters and fellow artists who helped him along the way. Banks discusses his rise from humble beginnings, his struggles with fame and music industry, and his determination to continue moving forward despite obstacles. The song also contains references to other aspects of Banks' life, including his wealth, his rivalry with other rappers, and his desire to leave a lasting legacy in the rap game. Since the first Cody, since Banks been back on the scene, man, this is exactly what he been doing, man. And, and all of his supporters and all that, like he keep feeding us what we've been looking for musically, and he be doing this thing, man. Convoy, that is that's a great breakdown. I've been using AI to do these musical breakdowns, and I put my input into it too. But AI pretty much summed it up right there, man. So let's get into these bars and questions. Motherfuckers parting when I'm moving through the crowd. A glimpse of my facial features start the music like Bilal. He's basically saying he moving through the crowd. Y'all see what it is, move out the way. When y'all see my face, the music stops like Bilal. He paying homage to the hip-hop movie, 90s hip-hop movie, House Party, back when Martin Lawrence was the DJ, and Chill kept bumping the table. I think it's playing homage more than anything, but just letting y'all know, like, when I'm in the building, let's get it. Um, question for the bar. What did this bar mean to you? Um, I think it's more of like a, and I, I'm trying to get away from saying the word culture because I really don't like where they going with this. It's starting to be too much ignorant stuff pertaining to black culture and all that but i think this right here is a cultural thing because it's like when you go shopping and you're trying to find your outfits you literally be in the store talking about something i'm gonna kill them with this i'm gonna shut them down with this <laughs> but i think it's just like a reference for uh for hip-hop for house party man ball went too it wasn't too tough but like it stood out because it took me right back to the 90s with the with the house party movie Next bars, big noses squeaking. I know how you clown sound. That's 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 pretty vivid right there, man. Like, you know, cl clowns with a big nose is squeak, and like 
that's pretty. He pretty much saying his competitions is clowns and his haters are clowns, and he hit them squeaking. Um, question that go with the bar: Have you been somewhere and heard clowns talking? <laughs> Not literal clowns, but what Banks is references. Yes, and I'm about sick of it, man. For some reason, in the black community, in the black culture. Everybody want this whole growing up hard story. I don't know what it's about, but for some reason, everybody seems that they just want to grow up hard. They done been through the mud. They done bootstrapped and rats and roaches and all that, man. Come on, dog. Everybody ain't grew up like that. I'm pretty sure it's a lot of us did because, you know, the conditions we grew up in. But some of y'all disrespecting y'all parents or grandparents. Like, some of them did the best they could for you. And you just be overselling the story, dog. Can we put a chill to the growing up hard stories? Cause I I swear, dog. Like, <laughs> dog, it's like y'all trying to write y'all own Rocky story, dog. It, it, it's just too much. It's too much, man. Come on with the growing up hard. Next bars. South side full of three fifty sevens. Pound Town. Now y'all already know I like this bar. Um, question to go with it. What makes this bar stand out for you? All right, so uh, if you've been following the podcast or know me personally, I cannot stand this song, Pound Town. I just feel like it's just a lazy, I don't even know. I can't stand it. But I like how Banks put a flip to it and made it more aggressive and changed the whole meaning to it. Southside full of 357's Pound Town. Now it's a different reason to use it. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just the sexy red version of that. Next bars. Airheads round, never been loyal. They bounce round. That bar tough. If you know airheads or like balloons with helium or whatever, they in the room, they never going to stay in one spot. They just going to be floating and bouncing round. Question that go with the bar. What is your definition of loyalty? And why is it important to you? So my definition of loyalty is like people who's down for the team or down for you personally, you know what I'm saying? Got your back. If you're going through something, like somebody you can call, reach out to, and you know they're going to do their best to try to, you know what I'm saying, hold you down to uh, help you out in the situation. Um, why is that important to you? Why is that important to me? Because, man, like you need that circle of people because, man, it just, how the world is right now, man, it's tough, man. Like, you need somebody in your corner you can call, and, like, they're going to pull up. They're going to show up for you, man. But I do, I also believe this, like, don't be loyal to the point to where it's detrimental to you. You know what I'm saying? If you can't help me or you just feel like it's an extreme situation and you don't want to participate or try to help, because it's going to be detrimental to you and your family. Hey, just be real. Be like, nah, dog, I don't think I can handle it. I don't think I can participate or uh, uh, help you out with this. That's a form of loyalty to me too. Like, bro, like, don't, 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 uh, don't jump out the window. You know what I'm saying? To, je to jeopardize everything you got going on just to help me. But if you can't help me in a situation where it's not too extreme, like, that's the type of loyalty I'm looking for. You know what I'm saying? If I hand, if I give you some money, hold that money for me. But make sure I get it back. You know what I'm talking about? Next boss. You laugh when I was hurting, but who got the frown now? 
that's deep, man. Cause you know, people sit on the sideline, they just be hating. Um, question that go with the bar. Have you ever had anyone laugh at your pain or failure and have you put a frown on their face? Yes, I had people laugh at my pain or failures. I even had somebody so I talk about this. I don't think I talked about this before on the podcast, but I'm getting y'all getting a little Jay Solo a little bit more. So here we go. Um, I had a barbecue restaurant. We had to close it down in 2020. Um, wasn't because of COVID. Had a personal situation. I had cancer in my knee. First time talking about this on camera, but I had uh, cancer in my left leg. Sarcoma cancer. Go check yourself out. I had sarcoma cancer in my left knee, which is a form of bone cancer. And it had to get scraped out and all that there. So uh, when I had to deal with that situation, I got out the hospital and I started hearing rumblings about I was dead. So somebody hadn't killed me off because they seen the restaurant close. So they hadn't killed me off. And I think I got an idea who it was. I ain't gonna say their names or nothing like that, but it wasn't the, it wasn't the frown I put on their face, but the dancer was shook. Like, oh, yo, what's up? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's up, man? <laughs> um, and it's like, you know, I don't really do it to put a frown on their face, but I got to let them know, like, I'm not, I ain't going nowhere. Like, I'm here. Like, that was crazy, though, dog. Like, that was pretty extreme. Next bars. All that riffing on the net would get you raccoon glasses. I'm with it. I like this bar. I'm with it question that go with the bar do you believe it should be physical consequences for talking crazy on the internets absolutely though i feel like i'm one of the people who feel like the judges and and police should take it light for what some of this stuff said like if, if you on the internet talking crazy about me personally or whatever and i pull up on you and i get some straightening because don't nothing get straightening but straightening <laughs> I feel like the judge should look at the case and be like, uh, sir, it looked like you pulled up on this dude over an internet situation. I think it should be more leniency depending on what was said on the internet because that's just what the world is now. Like you broadcasting all this talk and all this on the internet for everybody to see. And if somebody pull up on you, I just feel like, you know, raccoon glasses should be handed out. It is what it is, man. Next boss, haters shutting up, success impairs the speech. Tough. Uh, question to go with the bar. Should shutting up your haters be used as a source of motivation? Uh, um, It can be, but I don't think it should be like the full um, reason why you do stuff and you try to accomplish stuff. I don't think you should do it strictly for haters. I think it should be like more self-driven, but if his haters there, why not use them as motivation? You know what I'm saying? But don't use them for full motivation because now you be in here making up stuff, saying people hating instead of focusing on what you're trying to get done. You know what I'm saying? So don't I wouldn't say use them as full motivation, uh, but if they there, use them as motivation, but not as full motivation. Motivate yourself. You know what I'm talking about? Next boss. Whenever there's somebody caking. There's a leech. That's 100% accurate, though. Um, when somebody got money, uh, somebody going to pull up and just be with the, with the hands out fully. 
question to go with the boss. Have you ever witnessed somebody come around because they think you or somebody around you got money? Yes. They started talking about when you was a kid, what they did for you as a kid, the whole diaper changing story. But I think it's even worse when somebody lame get money and then they try to hang out with the cool kids. I know it's a whole flip on the question, but like, <laughs> when the lame people get the money, dog, and they just started trying to fit in and all that, I think that's even worse than the leeches because it's like, bro, like money, money ain't money ain't gonna make you cool, dog. And then I, you, then on the other side of that, like it's people that's actually accepting them in the circle because they got money. It's like, bro, come on, man. This, this, this. <laughs> I think that's worse. Next boss. None of us will lay down. Niggas don't feel the feet. That's 100% with me personally. Um, question that go with the boss. What does resilience mean to you? And how do you keep going? Like Banks said in the line, you ain't got time to lay down. It's too many it's people depending on you. If you got a family, you got kids, your wife, whatever. Like, it's people depending on you, man. And you can't lay down. You just got to keep moving. You got to keep moving. And uh, shout out to my OG. Because like he say, like we say, we, we talk. You get a 24-hour pity party. Go ahead and figure out what you did wrong, what you could have did better, strategize or whatever. But once that sun come back up that next day, you got to get back to it, man. 24-hour pity party. Niggas don't fear the feet. Keep it moving, man. Let's go. Next bars. Simple line. But I think it's the impact of it is so strong. Watch what you insinuate. Exclamation point. Question to go with this bar. How can insinuation become a problem in our community, black community, the culture? It's a lot of jokes that can be taken the wrong way, could lead to fights or misunderstanding. For me personally, I hate little. I hate when somebody say, oh, I see your little such and such that you got going on. I guess it's the slang or just smooth to say, to put the little on there. You insinuate what I'm doing is little when this can be like a something big that I'm actually doing, but you just insinuating that it's little because... It signs of hate. <laughs> I can't stand the little word, dog, in no fashion unless the size is actually small. Like, stop saying that junk, man. Um, especially, like, if it comes to situation with stuff missing or somebody lost something and then they keep calling you more than once, they'll call you, let's just say, for example, shout out to Cuz. He gave me this example. We talked about this. Let's just say you had a party at your house and one of your people called and be like, hey, man, I lost my watch. Have you seen my watch over there? And you be like, nah, man, I done cleaned up and everything. I ain't seen no watch. They call you right back. Be like, you sure? Because, you know, that was a pretty expensive watch, and I ain't never seen you wear a watch or nothing like that. And you be like, nah, man, I, don't, I ain't seen no watch. I done cleaned up. We done talked about this. And they call again. Be like, you sure? Like, now you at the third time insinuating that I know where your watch at. And I should know. I should find it. Like, nah. See, now you see how it escalates into going the wrong way about the situation. Like, 
Watch what you insinuate. Shout out to Banks, man. Next boss. Corny niggas 30 plus telling shit messing with broads. Simple line. Question that go with the bar. How do you feel about pillow talking? Because that's exactly what Banks is talking about. <laughs> if I'm telling my partner something, man, if I say this between us, that's exactly what it means. Now, if I'm telling you something and you feel like it can be detrimental to you and your house and you decide to tell your wife or your significant other or something like that, I could kind of understand, but, like, if I say it's between me and you, it's between me and you, dog. Like, pillow talking, man. Don't be messing with these broads, man, especially if you out here in these streets because that can lead to something else. Or that can be lead to whoever you messing with trying to pursue somebody. <laughs> or setting something up where she ain't got no business around. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be messing with broads, man. Next boss, your ethic could control your outcome. Let's beat the odds. Question to go with the bar. Do you believe in ditching everything you believe in to advance in life? I'm going to have to take a line from um, I Got the Hookup, Blue. <laughs> My boy say, no Rio, Spanish, El no old baby talk, uh-uh, black people, hell no. R.P. that A.J. Johnson, man, rest in peace. Hell nah, man. Um, this line was tough. This line stand out because I don't believe in doing everything for money or trying to advance at something, especially if it's going against what I believe in and my ethics. It's because you, it ain't no coming back from that. Ain't no coming back from that, man, because now you technically you done sold out Whoever you done took the money or advancement from, they just know how to dangle stuff over your head. And like, nah, I definitely don't believe in this, man. Your ethic could control your outcome. Let's beat the odds, man. Stand on what you believe in. Stand on what you know. And find a way. Let's beat the odds, man. That's a tough line, man. Shout out to Banks again. Next boss. Even whipping out the same pot, but the recipe's ours. That's a tough line right there, man. I don't know about you. But I definitely witnessed this personally. Question to go with the bar. Have you ever given someone information or knowledge, then had to remind them where they get it from? All right, so if you're part of my crew and you're watching this, you already know and you've already witnessed it. So first of all, I'm open with my information. And especially like if I see you a person that's going to use the information and appreciate the information, I'm definitely give it out. Um, far as the part of reminding somebody about the information. Now, if you get out here and get a little too sporty and act like ain't nobody gave you nothing or or you sitting here trying to give me the same information that I gave you, I'd be like, yeah, I gave you that information. Like, ain't no hard feelings, but I got to remind you, like, yeah, I gave you that information. <laughs> Next boss, the hate on me is criminal licking off of the pinnacle question to go with the bar has anyone ever hated on you criminally Ooh, <laughs> and do you take shots at them once you reach your goals yes like i said before um when they kicked me off 
with my barbecue restaurant, I just felt like that was criminal hate. It was ridiculous, dog. Like, I know some people want to have rumors and just start gossip, but the person who I think did this, like, I, I, I pretty much got an idea that the hate was criminal on this one, man. And um, take shots at him? Nah, I ain't take shots at him, man. Like, you can call this shots at them, but, like, I ain't up there trying to sabotage what they got going on. I wish them the best. <laughs> Next boss, when you hear me say you can't f with me, that's in general. It's tough, dog. I felt this, ball. I felt this. It hit me. It hit me right here, dog. It hit me right here. Question to go with the ball. Do you believe this statement? If so... What motivates or drives you to make such bold general statements about yourself? Um, as an entrepreneur, as a self-employed, as a dad, husband, uh, provider, leader of a family, uh, coach, someone who's in an example to a lot of people out here, um, knowingly, unknowingly, I just feel like self-confidence, you got to have that. You can call it arrogance. You can call it uh, whatever you want to call it. You just got to have that belief. Like, what I'm trying to do, can't nobody with me, and that's in general. That goes for everybody. And that's just what I believe, man. So that's the end of the episode. Go check that song out, Lloyd Banks' Convoy. It's on this mixtape slash album, Halloween Have It for the 72nd Hour. So we've been receiving a lot of feedback for the new platform, uh, a lot of engagement. So if you want to be more engaged and have direct conversation, send me some of your favorite songs from your favorite artists. We can have conversations about them. Again, send me something with some substance, some bars. I go over it, read the lyrics out. Send me questions with the songs. I'll talk about them on the next episode. Again, this your boy Jay Solo. This the Play It Live podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Till next time.